Are you clear on the destination that you're on currently? We all have a pathway that we're trying to achieve, and many of us choose to set a destination and have confidence in what that destination looks like. There are challenges with that. We discussed that yesterday, that sometimes we get too attached to the destination and then are unwilling to change. So we'll talk a little bit about being clear on what is your destination today as we continue our conversation around our pathway destination on episode 750. Wow, that's hard to believe. 700, episode 750 of today's antidote. We'll discuss your pathway destination, what's your destination, and more. Look forward to that conversation in just a minute. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, 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 do. Hey, Tom, good morning. Good morning, Bob. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I like when you do the opening. It gives me a lot of time to do my logistical stuff. It's not for what I say. It's just so that you have time to do your things. Honestly, I'm not really listening because I'm pressing buttons and contorting and twisting. And and on top of that, today it was a cat on the keyboard. So I lost the audio for about 20 seconds. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yes. Hopefully others were paying attention. Or not. Or not. If not, that's okay as well. Uh, Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's Antidote, our daily broadcast and podcast. Each week, Bob and I have a conversation around a topic, and then each day of the week, we break down that topic. Uh, Breakdown. All month, we've been talking about your pathway, and this week, we've been talking about your pathway destination. What is the destination? Today, we're going to ask the question, what's your destination? We talked a little bit about the benefits earlier in the week and the challenges. So if you want to listen to those conversations, go back to those two episodes and you can see. 748 and 749, right? Correct. Yes. Um, You can go back and gain a little insight to what we've been talking about. Um, So as we go through that conversation, if you have thoughts or ideas that you'd like to share on whatever social media platform you happen to be following us, please feel free to put them in the comments. We love sharing your comments. We know that it adds value to our show. Then at the completion of that conversation, Bob and I will each offer our one thing, our today's antidote, that thing that we hope will help you figure out how to take your next step when you're stuck, uncertain, or just lacking the confidence to take the steps that you know you need to take to try to achieve the success that you desire. And of course, if you have a one thing, your antidote, please feel free to share that as well, because we know it may be the thing someone else is looking for. We may not have the thought or idea that they need that'll have the impact they they need to help them move forward. So your thing might be exactly what they are looking for. So please feel free to share. Before we dive into that conversation, though, each day Bob and I share our celebrations. So Bob, what are you celebrating today? I'm celebrating technology and some of the things it allows for, because last night I had a virtual happy hour with a Renegade Success Network member that we do this, we did this a couple times over COVID. He was where he was and I was where I was. And we were 
connected over Zoom and we were telling stories and just goofing off and getting to know each other better. And the fact that you can do that, logistically, it would be difficult for him and me to get together. It would have probably delayed it by weeks, if not months. But this way, it was really easy to be like, oh, okay, well, this time working. So we spent an hour together over Zoom. And as far as I'm concerned, it was as good as if I was in the room with him. Nice. Did you have beverages as well? I had a beverage. He did not. Do you have a charcuterie board? Those are the latest. I did not. I did not, but I'm a big fan of charcuterie boards. In fact, one of the things I want to do is make one. Make the board or make the stuff on top of the board? The stuff on top of the board. It would be cool to make the board too. That would be, wow. You know what? That's, ooh, you give me an idea. There, there, I, my daughter took a class like how to not how to make the board, how to make the prepare the food for the board. That's cool. She liked it. She enjoyed it a lot. She did it for us at Thanksgiving and at Christmas. So we had our own charcuterie board. Oh, I like that. It's very zen to me, you know, rolling up the meats and cutting the. Yeah. I just think it's Zen saying it. It's very kind of like charcuterie is one of those great words. Hard to spell. Also, figure out how to say it. It's sometimes <laughs> hard to pronounce. Yeah. When you look at it, you're like, "What is that?" What is Looks that? like charda curry. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't look very appetizing. That's for sure. Until you say it, then it's <laughs> very. And the great thing about a charcuterie board is that children don't typically want to enjoy it. So if you're at a event and there's a charcuterie board and there are children. You can be pretty sure the kids are nowhere near it. They're at yes. the chicken nuggets table and the pizza table. Yes, I would imagine. And the candy bar table. <laughs> yeah, and those things don't necessarily go with a charcuterie board. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. Different. Well, different. So what, what are you celebrating today? So I'm going to celebrate episode 750. Uh, um, and, and I did hear that part of your opening. And an interesting part about that, you know, we talk a lot about confidence and, you know, I think you could make, you could have the discussion of whether, you know, of the value that this show offers. I think we both believe as we continue to do it, that it adds value. And I think one of the things that uh, one of the pieces, at least for us, at least I believe, is there's something in the consistency of it, you Mm -hmm. know, and I think that piece of it not only helps me start my day. It also helps me feel very comfortable just standing and talking. Well, I usually sit and uh, talking about a topic, you know, pick a topic and let's have a conversation and and a, a way to sort of think through the conversation as it's going along. Right. Because it's not just me up here giving or you just giving a, a soliloquy. Although sometimes we Whoa, do. charcuterie and soliloquy, folks, episode 750, the thesaurus version. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's that we're having a conversation and reacting in real time to thoughts and ideas and then bringing in other people's comments. So it's a very, uh, it's a great practice, I feel, for being up in front of an audience and just having conversations and being able to adjust and adapt to when someone asks a question or shares a thought or idea. And so I think that there's something about that consistency that at, at the minimum provides some confidence. So nice, nice. And, and think about how you were when we first started it. Remember you, I think at that point you had committed to doing 30 days of 
Facebook Lives or something, right? I had already done that. I did that. Okay, right. Uh, and that was a stretch for you. You know, I remember we talked about it as you were starting into that. And that was real, like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And you got through that. And I remember saying, well, you did that, Tom. We should try this. And you were a little reluctant at first. Well, because I also at the same time was doing, I remember during COVID, I was doing my own just like Facebook Live on mine. Right. And I, I forget how long I did that for. I did it for a while. I know that. Yeah, it was, it was four or five months, I think. Yeah, until I got to the point where I just felt like I didn't have enough. Uh, I just felt like it was, I had reached the point where it was a good place to stop. Well, and I also think it's easier with another person. Certainly. It's really hard to talk to yourself and have a conversation with yourself. I think having someone else to, to laugh with, to joke with, to, to just have an interaction with makes it much fresher. You know, I, I think of uh, radio programs I like, and they're almost all with more than one person. Or they're taking calls the whole time. So the audience is really the second host, yes. if you will. I had so, a radio show at one point. Did you know that? Yeah, you had your jazz show. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure I, did I, I ever tell you about the time I stepped in? I, I was doing PR and I set up an interview for one of the Rangers that I worked with. And we went to a small radio station in Maryland. We got there and the guy was like, I feel really lousy. And it was a live hour interview. He's like, I feel really lousy. I'm like, would you like me to do it instead? He was like, sure, go for it. I mean, this is how small radio station it was. That was one of the best hours of my life. I was, You did the I, interview or you were I interviewed? I did the interview. Oh. Like I interviewed this person. I prepped them and, you know, I carried it. You know, it's 10 after. Let's go to traffic. It's 22 after. Here's the weather. Oh, it was. And You're in your glory, weren't you? Oh, yeah. Afterwards, the guy was like, you've done this before. I'm like, no, never. He's like. That was really good for a first time. You should think about a career in radio. I was like, no, but here I am all these years later. And many of those same skills still come forth. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So let's dive into our conversation. We're talking uh, all week about pathway destination. And, you know, I think we thought it would be good to ask the question, what's your destination? You know, it's that time of year when people talk about resolutions and intentions and words. And you mentioned vision board. Bob did a great thing on on the value of vision board. So uh, if you're a member of our Ring of Renegades Facebook group, you can go inside of there and find it. Um, If you're not, it's easy to join. Just go to Facebook, search for Ring of Renegades, and then you can ask to become a part of that group where we're doing lots of really cool things. We're sharing some free trainings like value of vision board and asking a lot of questions so we better understand what are the needs of the people in that group so that we can share it. And then providing opportunities for people to take it to the next level. That's what we're interested in. If they're looking and for also more some networking. And also some networking. Yes, indeed. I remember that's, that's the big thing, Tom. Everyone wants opportunities to network and networking in your pajamas apparently is of appeal to a lot of people. Are you in that's your pajamas what, now? That's what we should do. We should have a pajama networking event. Oh, there you go. Do it early in the morning one day. Or late at night. Later or at late night. in the evening. Oh, I think I'm on to something. That's it. Your new destination. I guess you figured out what your next destination is. <laughs> I wonder if others have. So what are your thoughts about that, Bob? Not about the pajama party happy hour networking. <laughs> well, I love that idea. That's just brilliant. You know, um, I'm sort of torn. I think you have to have a destination. 
So we talked yesterday, I'm going on a trip to Florida. And for part of yesterday, because of what was going on with the flights and logistics with the FAA, I spent some time figuring out alternatives because, you know, and maybe that's time that I invested poorly because I looked at some logistical things, how far places are, what hotels look like, what they cost, what kinds of, you know, what the weather would be like. But it was also an admit an admission to me that there was a possibility that the destination I was seeking, Florida, may not be possible. And so I think we have to look at destinations two ways. One is we are going somewhere and, you know, my destination is to double my revenue for the year, let's say. But we also have to recognize that that could change over the course of the year. You know, I know someone who was on track to double their revenue a couple of years ago, and then they had a real health problem in their family. And that they were fortunate. They had savings that they could allocate to their life so they could abandon the job for a little while. And they took a leave for three months. They didn't double their business. They just didn't. And that that was a new destination. I need to support this family member. And I think so as you talk about what's your destination, part of me is, yes, you have to be going somewhere because if you're not going somewhere, you're never going to get anywhere. You're just going to flail around. But at the same time, you have to be a little flexible about it and recognize that the destination you set today could change tomorrow with new information. When you told me yesterday about the FAA thing, it's like, whoa, whoa, that, huh, that could be a, that could be a wrinkle here. And so I had to bring that in. And I think sometimes I've talked to people and they don't respond to the possibility, you know, no, this is my destination. I'm going there no matter what. And I think sometimes that can be good. Sometimes that can be really difficult because it's like now, now you're, you're willing your way into something that maybe isn't what is meant for you at that time. And I also think when you don't, when you have to alter your destination, you know, it's funny. Yesterday, as I was thinking about logistics and different places to go, I really saw the value of going to Florida. It put the trip I planned in a whole new light. I thought I was excited about going, but yesterday I'm like, you know, going to Florida, it's going to be 20 degrees warmer than anywhere I can drive. It's going to be this. It's going to be this. It's going to be this. There's something that we can do that I think would be a real surprise. There were a lot of things there that I had conceptualized, but I didn't get excited about until I had to compare it. And I think that's the other thing. As we set a destination, when we actually achieve it, there's a, wow, I actually did this thing I thought I was going to do. You know, we I talked earlier about doing the radio program. Honestly, since I was about 10 years old, I've wanted to be on radio. On When that opportunity came up, you know, I was shocked that it happened and even more shocked that I executed it pretty well, having never done it. And it was like a dream come true. I never, it was never on my destination list. It was on the wish list. And I did it and I enjoyed it. And if someone said to me today, Hey, I'd love you to have a radio show every Saturday afternoon from two to four, I'd happily do it. But it wasn't a priority. It's not a priority to me. And I think that's the other thing. There are other destinations, like this podcast to me that we do, 
is a radio show to me. It, it it's it's very similar, but you know, we're talking about 1997, I think, when I did that radio program. Podcasting didn't exist. No. So I could not have had this destination in mind because it did not exist. So that that shift and that that turn came because technology improved. And I think that's something that we have to recognize. And I had new knowledge. Wow, there's this thing called podcasting that can be really effective. There's this thing called Facebook that can be really powerful as a tool to connect people. There's COVID, which played a role. And there's also this person that I enjoy talking to and has similar points of view, but a different perspective on it. And I think that he and I can leverage that to create something that's better than either of us could do separately. And so the destination became, how can you and I do the best podcast that we can do? And that continues to be the destination. You know, how many days do I say afterwards, well, that was really good, or wow, I, I, that one should go in the time capsule. And other times like, well, you know, we didn't hit it. And we've twi- if you've watched all 750 episodes, first of all, congratulations. You probably need, you know, you should apply for hazard pay. I think you can get it. But also we've shifted this over the th- almost three years. We've done things differently at different times. We're much more tunnel vision now than we were even a month ago. When we first started, it was sort of a free flowing whatever. It's not now. We have a little format. Except for yesterday. Yes. So I think to, to answer the question, short version, you have to have a destination you're driving for, but at the same time, you have to be willing to adapt to the world around you and perhaps change that destination based on the knowledge, experience, and perspective that you can develop as you're driving towards that de- destination. Okay. I like that. There's a lot okay. in there. Um, yeah <laughs> who knew i wanted to be a radio star i thought you always wanted to be a talk show host on tv i i what I, i've always been told that i have the face for uh radio oh yeah fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> to the podcast people they're going oh thank god <laughs> to, to the video people they're going so true <laughs> oh the judgments in our lives um i'm just playing around so I think, you know, one of the things I think about it is I think it's really helpful to be clear on on a, on a destination. There could be multiple destinations. You know, I think that's a the challenge sometimes with that is how do we prioritize? And with multiple ones, sometimes it's hard to be confident of which one we are going to choose at which time unless we really take the time to focus and and think about how much time am I allocating to this based on the priority that it is. Um, and I also think that there's that without a destination, I feel like it's really hard to be confident in what you're doing. And because you, you could be like, oh, I'm not really sure why I'm doing this. I'm just doing it. Maybe it's because I like it. Maybe because I enjoy it. I'm good at it. And, and I think that that creates one set of confidence, you know, confidence in, in your actions. Yet, I don't know that that then carries into, are you confident enough about what you're trying to ultimately accomplish? You know, if all you're trying to do is enjoy doing the things that you're good at, okay. 
and even maybe that's even a destination that provides you the opportunity to keep doing what you're doing. Um, and I think it's also it by setting a destination and having that confidence to keep moving towards it. I think it also provides you with an opportunity to understand when it doesn't seem attainable or it, or something needs to change within that to make it attainable. Maybe your timeline was aggressive. Uh -huh. And you were trying to get all these things done in a short amount of time and weren't really clear on what the uh, how long something might take because you were relying upon other people. And and so I think that, you know, that ability to stop and understand it and measure your progress towards it and and consider based on, you know, as you mentioned, once you get new knowledge, experience and perspective, things can change. And there might be a different pathway. Um, and I think that that when you have that destination in mind, it makes it easier to figure out the steps to take. Otherwise, you're just taking you, you're taking steps that you don't even really know where you're going. And how do you measure the progress? Um, and I think that's one of the things that I think is so valuable about a destination is being able to measure the progress towards it and why the destination needs to be pretty clear and pretty specific and have a timeline attached to it so that you can start to measure it and start to understand what your progress looks like. Because when we do that, we also then understand what is left to do. And, and maybe we need to modify what that looks like or modify the timeline. Um, I think it just allows you to have a purpose. You know, we talked a little bit about this yesterday because Susie uh, made a great point about um, being too attached to a destination because um, things can happen that we don't control as part of the challenges of your destination. And yet I think that having it at least allows you the confidence to figure out what's next. Um, you know, if you were just saying, Hey, we're, we're going anywhere. Be like, Oh, it would be really easy to stop and say, well, I don't even know what I'm comparing it against. So how do I know if this is going to be viable or not? You had a destination set as you started to understand that there I might be have a destination set. It hasn't changed. You have a destination <laughs> set. And as you were understanding that there might be some challenges to that, you started looking at others. And what you realized was that actually the, the destination that you had chosen, you became more and more confident about that's the place that was going to make the most sense. Now, I won't go down that pathway. I know where you're going to go. I'm going to jump in with Edward's comment. Edward's okay. with us this morning. Hey, Edward, the universe is listening and constantly conforming your destiny. And I think that's that's true. There's something beyond us in how that looks. And, and I think sometimes we are so bullheaded that I've got to do this thing. And I've had times when people have said to me, I don't understand why you're so set on doing this thing. This thing is right in front of you and it's so much easier. You know, you, so we're going to Florida. If we if we ended up, if the flight got grounded, let's say in Atlanta, I think I could hop in a car in Atlanta and go to Savannah, Georgia and be pretty darn happy for a couple of days. Possible. You know, I've been to Savannah. It's a beautiful city. It's on the water. It's it's all those things. It it meets a lot of the criteria. 
But and maybe part of me, you know, as I was thinking of options yesterday, I was like, wow, Savannah would have been really nice to go to. I, I didn't even think about that. Or Charleston or, you know, that you go through a list. But when we were first planning this trip, it was like Florida or nothing. And there are some benefits to going to Florida that that derive, but really having that flexibility. And I think the travel metaphor is a really good one that sometimes things get in your way. You know, you, you're traveling to, I don't know, I've traveled to Maine. And one time I was driving up through New York and there was a huge traffic accident and it was getting late. And it's like, you know what, we're going to pull over and spend the night here and we're just going to have to go the rest of the way tomorrow. The world didn't come to an end. Found a really nice breakfast place, had a great breakfast, hopped in the car the next day, got there five, six hours late. But we had a really nice Eggs Benedict and we had some really nice local bacon and syrup. And it was a really good extra little treat that it's like, oh, I never was stopped here because I'm tunnel vision on getting to Maine. Sure. And I think we do that with our business. And when we're leading teams, we're so intent on, I got to get this thing done by the end of the week that you don't hear that person saying, hey, I'm sorry, I'm having a problem on the first day of the week. No, get done, get done, get done. Whereas if you'd stopped on that first day of the week and said, hey, what's the problem? Well, I realized the formulas we're using aren't going to work the way we thought they would. We need to shift course here. I, I always told when I manage people, I always told them, like, if we've got a problem, I want to know as soon as possible you think we have a problem. Don't come to the meeting when it's due and say, hey, I knew about this problem three days ago. Yes. Sooner you know, the better. When you told me yesterday about the airline stuff, not what I wanted to hear, but much better than Saturday morning at 5 a.m. hearing that the flight was canceled. Right. That they're still and having issues. Now I'm scrambling. Yes. This way I've got two options already in mind that I could quickly pivot. Yes, I think that helps with your, you know, and I think that's the thing is that that once we gather information, it's then figuring out, okay, how does this impact what my destination is? And what could I choose to look into just in case, right? I mean, you know, with, if you didn't have that, you couldn't have known. So you could have blamed me that, oh, Tom, you knew this, why didn't you tell me? You knew I was flying. That would have right. been helpful information. Um you just said, okay, now that I know this, what can I do? What could I do differently? Um, and now and I'm I, confident. that I, I will have a great trip one way or another, whether I'm in North Carolina, whether I'm in Georgia, whether I'm in Florida, whether I'm in Texas, or whether I'm driving to, I don't know, uh, Virginia Beach. Yes, you have It'll more confidence. It'll be a great trip. There's no doubt. And, and that's the chip that, from where I was yesterday at this time, if you recall. Oh, yeah. I was yeah, I was, was in panic mode. Rightfully well, I mean, so. I think that's I what mean, happens, you know, though, right? Right. When, we, when, something, when something impacts us, the first reaction that could be, like, well, I wasn't planning for that. Now what am I going to do? And you could get stuck in that as like, oh, this is the only thing place we're going to go. It won't work out if we don't go there. It's just going to be a disaster. And you could get stuck in that uncertainty. Or you could stop and say, okay, that's good information. And now what might I do differently? And look at it as now that I understand this, I've learned, I've been impacted by this information. Now I need to, I can go out and 
find new knowledge, experience, and perspective that can help me create a pathway where I'm a little more confident given what else happens. Now, if if one of those plans was to drive and for some reason all the roads were closed, 95 was shut down because there's an ice storm, now you've got another challenge that you have to deal with and think differently about it. So it could still be impacted by things that you can't control. At least you've now taken some steps to address what might what you might do with the ones that you're aware of. I like so Bob, it. as we wrap this conversation up, what's your one thing about what's your destination? I think it's really important to have a destination in mind. Uh, but also having a willingness, and I think I said the same thing yesterday, having a willingness to adapt to the situation, to new information, new knowledge, experience, perspectives, that you might alter that. You know, in my example that I've used yesterday and today, it's about having a really good trip, getting away from the routine of my day. The location really isn't the key. It's the company. It's the a great restaurant for dinner. It's the just letting go of everything even this for a couple of days and that's a shift yes right that, that that was not where i was yesterday no but i think the effort to figure out what mattered really drove me to think about in a in a new way that causes me to really see what's important and i think it's the same thing when we're looking for a destination you know when, when we have that destination you know what is the destination so is being a millionaire really the goal for so many people or is it being comfortable enough that they don't have to sweat the day-to-day -day expenses of their life, that they can splurge a little bit here and there? I would bet it's the second one, but they're set on getting to that million dollars, right? Or half a million or 10 million or 100,000, whatever your number is. What really is driving that? And I think it goes back to the old saying, you know, it's it's the uh, journey, not the destination at the end. Okay. What about you? So I think, you know, one of the things I, I think about is sometimes I think we get fixated on having a singular destination. Mm -hmm. And, and then, and we don't, then think about all the other pieces to it as destinations, you know, because the challenge is there's a destination, even if it's, let's call it a goal rather than a destination, you have a goal. And, and if it's a singular thing, we want to generate $2 million in revenue this year. And, and while it's great to, to be fixated on that, that that's you're attached to that goal. This is what you're trying to do. I also think that it's helpful to have sub goals to that because otherwise you're going to get the end of the year. And the only thing you have to value your attaining success is that one destination. Did we do this? You know, and so, and, and again, there's a goal that you don't have control of. If everyone in the world decides this year, they're going to buy from somebody else. There's nothing you can do about that. You've run out of right. people to ask. And so how then do you ever learn? And I think the opportunity is that there are destination and then there are goals and then sub goals as a part of that, that allow us to find learning opportunities 
rather than just solely be fixated on did I achieve this goal? Did I reach this destination or not? Like if your only destination was to go to Florida mm-hmm. and you had to change, now now you're going to just be likely frustrated for a while. It's where you're like, I wish we were in Florida. Even if you choose another thing, you're going to be like, I really wish we, we could have done this in Florida. We can't do this here. We, you know, you're just starting to judge it all rather than enjoy and learn from it. And I think right. that as a part of your destination, you know, as is not maybe going to Florida, that it's you want to go away and have a great weekend, mm-hmm. a long weekend and enjoy the company of the people you're with. Okay. One of part of that destination is going to Florida because it provides this. Part of this is doing this other thing. Part of it is doing this other thing. So that as you go through it at the end, you might go and be like, hey, these were the things that went well. Or you get to your destination and you happen to find out that nah, the restaurants aren't as good as you thought. And they're or the ones that are good are really out of your price range or, or a two hour drive away or something like that. And that everybody who talked about how great this beach was and how fun it would be was like, yeah, it was crowded. And and so now there's like these bits and pieces that that don't fit with what you would define as success or as achieving the goal or the destination. And so I think that it's great to have a singular destination. And I think there's also great value in in the other pieces or other components that make up that destination Mm -hmm. so that we can take the opportunity not just to judge the results to learn from what happens as we think about what we're going to do next time and to have the experiences right of course yeah no i like that wow another chunky episode and folks my favorite episode comes tomorrow discoveries of the week yes indeed so please feel free to join us tomorrow. If you, of course, have a one thing, your antidote you'd like to share, or you want to just share what your destination is for this year or for this week or this month, that'd be great. Please feel free to put it in the comments uh, because we would love to see it. And it might help someone else think about their destination or it might encourage them, give them a little bit of confidence. Well, if Bob and Tom are willing to share theirs or Edward shares his destination, then maybe I can feel a little more confident in sharing mine. We would encourage that as well. If you happen to be listening to the podcast, we know there's no opportunity for you to share your thoughts and ideas. We would encourage you to join us in the Ring of Renegades Facebook group where you can share your thoughts and ideas around that. You might even gain some tips about it. You could learn how to do a vision board. And I know that on Bob's vision board, there are multiple destinations for this year so that he can have a different perspective on the year at its conclusion. Uh, Or... You can just gain some knowledge and experience and perspective and share the value that you have so that somebody else might gain from. So we look forward to seeing you inside the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. If not, we'll see you tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern time for our next episode of Today's Antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, embrace the renegading you. It is worth it. I say it every day and I believe it more and more with each day. Embrace that renegading you. Go do it. Yes. And choose your own unique destination. There you Don't go. feel like you have to choose one that somebody else has or somebody believes is what's best for you. How do they know? They don't have your knowledge, experience, and perspective. I like it.
All right, everybody, go out and make it a great day. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to today's Antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.